This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. You're listening to Raise Your Game. I'm Christine Wong. And of course, this is the first Monday of the month. However, it is also our last Leaderonomic show of the year. And today we are talking about leadership volunteerism. So today I have Lee Sui Lin, one of the co-founders of Pitcha Eats, a social enterprise that empowers refugees through food and the current head of MAD or MAD in Leaderonomics. Now, you may have heard of her uh, on BFM before in her capacity at Pitcha Eats. And previously, she's won multiple awards such as the Forbes 30 Under 30 Asia as well. So before we get into uh, what she does at Leaderonomics and also the topic of leadership volunteerism. Tell us a little bit about, you know, Pizza Eats and that journey and how you got involved uh, in volunteering. Yep. Um, thanks, Christine. Uh, hi, and hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Sui Lin. And, uh, you know, like, like what Christine mentioned, uh, previously I run a social enterprise uh, called Pizza Eats, where what we do is that we empower refugees through food based in KL. And in Picha East, we have worked with different chefs from uh, you know, Syria, Afghanistan, Pakistan, and so on. And, um, you know, back, you know, eight to nine years back, um, how I started this this journey is when, you know, one of my uni, uni mates just asked me, oh, hey, do you want to, you know, come and join us on this uh, volunteering uh, to a refugee school? And, you know, yeah, I said, you know, yes, why not? You know, since that time, you know, I feel like I'm quite free also <laughs> at that time. Um yeah, so, so that's how actually I started my journey with a very small action of volunteering. And just by saying yes, uh, it sort of changed my life completely, you know, from a student, from a finance uh, accounting graduate to who, who I am now as a person. Um, so I've run Picha Eats for the last six years and currently I'm in uh, Lidronomics, uh, back into the education space. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, we said earlier that you're the head of MAD or MAD yeah. at Lidronomics, but what exactly does that mean? What is it? Yeah, so MAD in short is actually stands for Make a Difference. Uh, we want, why, why we call it MAD and soon we, we're going to rebrand it to MAD for Good. Uh, previously, MAD is actually uh, called, uh, this is MAD, MAD Movement or the Do Good Volunteer Platform. But um, since I since I took over just about a month, uh, sorry, I think two months ago, uh, we actually going to rebrand uh, MAD to MAD for Good where basically it stands for, you know, doing good and, and sometimes doing good People might find it crazy, but for us, it's like, you know, go mad. Just mm. go mad about it. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to throw yourself headfirst into anything, you should be doing good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So essentially, this is so, sort of going to be the, I guess, uh, volunteering arm or sort of charitable arm of Leaderonomics. Yeah, I, actually, Leaderonomics as a whole, it is a social enterprise. Yes. Um, it has been around for um, you know, 13, 14 years since yep. 2008. And... Um, it has always been our core. I mean, we, since we, I mean, when, when we first started, we started, we, you know, going to school, uh, doing, um, you know, clubs, conventions, mm-hmm. summits. Uh, but I think today, Legionomics today, it has grown to a certain size, right? Today, we have different business units. We have the corporate arm, we have the digital arm. And of course, Matt is under the community arm. Yeah, where, where um, yeah, I'm, I'm part of it now. Fantastic. Now, you know, earlier in your little introduction of yourself, you mentioned that, uh, you know, volunteering is a small thing and that's yeah. sort of what changed the course of your life. But, yeah. you know, volunteering is really important. So tell us a little right. bit about the importance of volunteering for you. Right, right. So um, I, I believe that, you know, um, volunteering, it's, it's a very, um, it's a very small thing. Um, 
and and I think some people sometimes I think they do a little it a little bit. Why mm. is because you know sometimes you just you know I, like let's say if me as a person I just want to you know give my two hours of my time and things like that. And I think some people don't see the importance of it. But I do think you know coming from from the um, NGO, not not really NGO but social enterprise scene or or more like the community space. I do think that you know any help. Uh, because you know when when you run an NGO or a social enterprise, you have a very limited resources, right? So any help that we can we we can can receive, you want it. So even though you know um some viewers out there might think you know oh I'm just going to give you know two hours on my let's say digital marketing skills, mm. I I know, I don't know whether it's going to help or not, but I do think that it is it's going to be very very helpful, especially for you know smaller organizations and and things things like that now. Mm. Um, to yeah, to be able to to bring them to the next level. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Now, you know, tell us a little bit as well about um, some of the ways that um, we underestimate volunteering, right? Because uh, I think you know, during the pandemic, we saw the power of it. We saw that many people stepped up and offered a little bit of their time and effort to help people in need. Um, and you know, that's something that I think we've been able to highlight over this time, but we now need to sort of keep that momentum going. So tell us a little bit uh, about how a nation could be transformed through volunteering. Right, right. Um, yeah, you know, like I, I mentioned earlier, um, I think I think to start off with, um, I think everyone, you know, people like you and me, we we always have this desire to, you know, help mm. people, right? But then I think that's the nature of a human being. But you know, we never know uh, where to look for opportunities, or probably you know, life gets into 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 the way where mm. uh, we have commitments and and things like that. But of course, like you mentioned earlier, right? Like during the pandemic, we can see that many 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 helps actually uh, came out uh, from it, like you know, the white flag movement. Uh, the fundraising for the frontliners and things like that. So I think for now is to continue that momentum mm. and to continue that um, um doing good uh, for 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 the people and for the nation. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons why we believe um through volunteerism uh that that this is one of the ways of uh, how our nation can be transformed. You know whether you like it or not. I think in people's uh, mind or perspective. I think there's also many um, other studies out there to prove that volunteerism is actually like the, we call it the underutilized uh, secret weapon that, you know, individuals or corporations can leverage to actually take their organization to the next level. Mm. So, you know, when, when I think not many people know this or or, or that's why I'm here to, to tell, right? I think, you know, when we volunteer, our body actually produce this um, like, you know, happy hormones to, like, uh, I think we call it oxytocin, where it will help and protect um, a person against stress or depression. But of course, you know, that, I mean, that topic itself, it's huge, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's big. It's, it's hard to, you know, break break down or digest uh, during this conversation itself. But, um, but, but yeah, that, that is basically, um, you know, you know what, why, why we think voluntarism is important. Then uh, I think on myself, you know, a map for good, uh, what I'm looking to establish uh, or, or to build up is to actually create this platform to connect both volunteer and NGOs, mm. to be the, the sort of, you call it a middleman, uh, sort of like what Picha is does, but, but at the same time, how can we make it more efficient, more effective, more, um, more sustainable as well for both sides, right? right? For the volunteers and also for the NGOs. And if you look at this uh, platform, if it's really like, you know, done well, to be honest, I'm not sure whether I would be able to achieve it. Uh, but let's say, if, you know, if it's done well and things like that, at the end of the day, 
the benefits of this would be actually the community or the beneficiaries that the NGOs are helping. Mm. Yeah, that, that's what I'm looking to build. La. <laughs> so essentially, you know, volunteerism will help the nation in general uh, just by the fact that, you know, there will be good done regardless of, you know, how, uh, of who's involved or, or what organizations are involved or how successful programs are or whatever. You know, the, the mere act of volunteering is going to do some good. And also, right. notably, that it feels good to do good. I think that's sort of what you were saying yes. with the oxytocin stuff. You know, that's yeah. something that I think is really important um, because uh, much like you said earlier, some people may not necessarily understand the incentive to volunteer but on a physical on like a physiological level it feels good and uh, you know specifically with oxytocin it also counters uh, you know the stress hormones that are associated Mm -hmm. with you know depression like cortisol and epinephrine as well and also what is interesting as well I think is that sense of community and that's what also um, that's where volunteering comes in handy as well is that sense of community because again you know I think throughout the pandemic we've all had uh, our fair share of social isolation Uh, I know my social skills have worn off (laughs) a lot but you know through volunteering I think that would also help right in the nation as a whole if we all sort of come together and take a bit of our time to uh, actually uh, develop a support system not only for the people that we're helping but also within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, yep. So you were mentioning that there were some studies that uh, yep. showcase the benefits of volunteering. Could you get a little bit more detailed about that? Right, right. Um, yeah, so we all know that, you know, volunteering is actually good for your soul. Um, but but whether, you know, um, in, in corporate and, and in organization, whether we do, do we actually know that volunteering actually drives up productivity, right? Um, and, and, you know, there are studies, there are many studies out there that shows uh, volunteers actually I mean, volunteering or through the volunteer, uh, through volunteering, uh, volunteers do actually live longer and have lower rates of disease uh, than their peers who doesn't volunteer, no matter what age. So there is research uh, which I find it interesting, uh, conducted by the Mayo Clinic in the University of California, that says that uh, there are significant benefits to volunteering, including uh, lower mortality rates. Hmm. And I think there's also another study in San Francisco where uh, by this. Uh, Doctor called Doctor Gary Kennedy, where uh, you know he 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 concluded that you know retirees over the age of sixty five who volunteered has less than half of the risk of dying compared to their non volunteering peers. Um, and you you know that I just wanted to add up one more case study where you know people with actually chronic pain who actually volunteered as you know peer as a peer counselors from their uh, found that you know their their heart diseases um, disabilities. Um, you know, the feeling of depression all lessened from the from volunteering itself. Mm. So, you know, imagine, you know, what would the implication or what what would what, what would the result be, right? Let's say if all companies actually adopt this uh, model sort of um, you know, you know, probably it could, you know, increase um increase productivity, you know, lower medical bills, um, and, and have more probably you know more engaged workforce. Uh, you know, when people are more engaged, they are more happier, they are more productive. And, and, and I think that's great, right? It's a win-win-win for everyone. So. Fantastic. Well, we're going to take a short break, but after that, we will talk a little bit about how volunteering can help develop leadership skills and how organizations can start to implement volunteerism. Do stay tuned to Raise Your Game here on BFM 89.9. Banana from Malaysia. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. This is Raise Your Game. I'm Christine Wong and on the line with me today is Lee Sui Lin. 
You may know her as one of the co-founders of Picha Eats, a social enterprise that empowers refugees through food. Uh, but as today is, of course, the first Monday of the month, we are also speaking to her in her capacity at Leaderonomics, the current head of MAD, or MAD, which stands for Make a Difference, which will be called MAD for Good later on. So before the break, we talked a little bit about the benefits of volunteering, as well as how uh, you can actually develop uh, you know, oxytocin when you volunteer and how doing good makes you feel good as well. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about the leadership part of leadership volunteerism now. So tell me a little bit about how volunteering can help you develop leadership skills. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, you know, the, the fact is that uh, employees who actually do volunteer would naturally, you know, have higher self-confidence than those who don't, right? And, you know, volunteering provides, uh, you know, generally volunteering provides a healthy boost to your self-esteem, to your, uh, you know, life, life vision, life motto and things like that. And, you know, doing good for other people and the community also offers, you know, provide a, a natural sense of accomplishment and purpose in your life. Mm. Um, and of course, you know, you know, when you, when you, you know, manage to help an organization, that also gives you the sense of, you know, pride, right? That, you know, I, I actually help this organization. And, you know, when, when you feel better about, you know, like yourself, um, that you're, you know that you have these skills and things like that, most likely you would have a positive view of your life and naturally you would be able to perform, you know, better at work and at probably complicated tasks, right? Mm. Um, you know, I, I just want to go back a little bit, um, like how we started uh, Lidronomics or more like how did my boss, current boss, Roshan, actually started Lidronomics where he actually led this, um, this volunteer organization uh, at his previous workplace, uh, GE Electric or Generate Electric. And um, through that, actually, he actually saw many careers transform through volunteerism. Um, and, and I think like to, to take this, this, um, this, this example and we put it in Lidronomics or even in the things that we are doing now, um, that, that is why why we, we started what we, we do now because we really believe uh, that is a core of uh, leadership. And I think uh, there's also another interesting fact where um, it, it states that, you know, 90% of successful corporate leaders were actually involved, you know, in some sort of community work when they're young. Mm. And, and, and through that, they actually would be able to, you know, practice uh, leadership at a very young age, uh, nurture it and and get um, you know to build you know some characters uh, and things like that and and I think current I, I think now right like if you look at um um at, at the current world leaders we all forgotten right where where we first started like I think for me personally I can talk about myself where um sometimes I forgot that you know how I started my my journey mm-hmm. you know in the community space actually through a very small action that I shared a little. It's, it's literally through this volunteering activity where I just said, yes, let's go to this uh, refugee school. And that's how I started. Mm. And through that, you know, we, we go through many um, um, things in life, um, like, you know, organizing, uh, managing the community, talking to different stakeholders. And that is actually the practice of leadership itself. Yeah. You know, I think that totally makes sense. Uh, the point about, you know, how volunteering can actually help your self-esteem because, of course, you're going to feel better about yourself if you know that the actions that you have make a difference and also benefit other people, right? Like, that seems really logical that that would make you feel better about yourself and the actions right. that you do. And, you know, I love the idea that uh, volunteering also uh, gives you leadership skills by the very nature of the fact that 
in order to be a volunteer, you have to do things, you know, that may be outside your comfort zone and you have to yeah. take initiative and be proactive yeah. about stuff. You can't yeah. really be a passive volunteer, right? right? So, you know, I think that's an interesting point where they, they sort of do overlap uh, quite mm. a lot in terms of uh, in terms of those skills. So now we come to the question, if volunteering is so good for you and it gives you all the oxytocin and happy feelings <laughs> and great self-esteem and yeah. all of that, why do organizations not reap the benefits of volunteerism in a bigger way. Yeah, yeah. I think part part of the reason or the issue is I think the perception of it. Mm-hmm. I think probably um I think this is probably part of my 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 job as mm-hmm. well. Like I think to be able to, you know, write down the pros and cons of all of uh, you know the benefits and I think a lot of people generally think, you know, if I were to send my employee to do volunteering, they would be wasting time, they mm-hmm. would be um, you know, I'll be wasting, I mean, they are under my payroll and I'll be paying them to do volunteering. But I think, um, you know, I think one of the reasons why people don't realize it is that there's, there's no pros and cons that is written down or or probably, you know, there's not many case studies that is out there as well. Mm. But I think, like like I mentioned earlier, you know, in the, in the many um, case studies, you know, for, for you to live longer and benefit, you know, from the... Um, great side, side effects of call of volunteerism um you know we we actually only need to invest or companies actually do only need to invest about 100 100 hours per year and oh. that is actually quite short it's, mm-hmm. it's it's about you know 2 to 3 hours only per week and and through that imagine it's only you you only need to spend you know 2 hours per week and and through that you you would be able to see um your employees uh, you know that i mean your employees would have higher productivity mm-hmm. um live longer, um, have better self-esteem, would be able to generate, uh, would be able to drive and generate mm-hmm. results in the particular organization. Um, yeah, so so I think there are many benefits and there's so much power, right, in mm. in businesses engaging, um, like, engaging their workforce to volunteer on a regular basis. So I think I businesses or corporate should should start actually looking uh, into this. And I do know some corporate um, actually do believe in it and, and they actually encourage and provide you know some sort of benefit mm-hmm. um to the to their employees, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know also I think that sometimes it does feel a bit um especially for maybe bigger organizations, right? When you have these sort of um corporate social responsibility uh drives, for example, you may not be necessarily uh engaging with you know, the ground level employees on, you know, why this might be fun to do or, uh, or uh, you know, why this cause is important to the company and your values. And, and, you know, there is, there has to be an effort to get your employees to understand, you know, all the benefits of it, not just for the community that they'd be serving, but also for themselves. Um, I mean, for example, I, uh, off the top of my head, an organization could, for example, uh, provide like options, right? So let's say mm. you are, uh, maybe you're not a massive like nature lover and you don't necessarily want to go and, and do a certain things, but maybe you like animals and you can go and volunteer at a pet shelter instead, something like that, right? Where, you know, if you have um, multiple causes that you sort of look at and then your employees can choose the ones that fit their personal values mm. the best, that would encourage them to sort of, you know, join in. Because I think that's the other thing, right? It, it, not, not to say what, but I think sometimes another perception of um, specifically sort of organizational volunteering is the very like, ah, the boss is telling me to do this. Like, you know, why should I give up, you know, my weekend to go and and do Mm. this thing that my company is asking me to do and I'm not getting paid for it. And, you know, so I think that there there does have to be that communication and that, you know, like I said, like effort to really engage your employees in the causes that you're dedicated towards as well. Mm. So 
obviously there are a lot of people who may be still hesitant to volunteer. Like you said, there's right. this perception that it takes a lot of time and effort mm. and, you know, we're all uh, extremely exhausted all the time anyway. <laughs> but, you know, what would you say to people who have heard all the benefits of volunteering and are still hesitant to put themselves right. in that position? Right. I think one one thing is that, you know, all of us, we want to make the world a better place, right? Mm. That That is definitely, if you ask, you know, if, if you go out, you know, we ask 100 people, 100 people want to, 100 people would say, yes, I would want to make the world a better place. Mm. Um, so I think what I would say is, um, you know, you know, small action matters. To me, it's all about the small action because for you, it, it could be small, but for the other person or the organization, it might be a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, um, just based on what I shared earlier, uh, definitely, you know, for me, um, small action change not only the community that I work with, but but to me, it's also it also changed me as a person. You know, my perspective into certain things in in life. In um, I mean, it just broadened my my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I know that you know many people. This is a very common thing that I I would always hear. Where I'm sure our listeners would would think, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start, right? I'm just a normal person. It's a very normal thing for us to say because. Um, I guess that's how we are. But I think that's the point, right? Like, you know, we all always think that we need to be someone. We need to be Nelson Mandela. We need to be this figure, this top key leader and things like that. But the truth is that I think we could be the one. We we, we can think that we could be the one to make that difference, whether is it a big or small. And at the end, you know, we might just think, you know, it's it just a small action. But again, like I mentioned earlier, you know, but from the, the person from the other side, it might be different. And, mm. And it sounds cliche, but you know, a small we always say a small act of kindness can change someone's world. And that is true. That is true, right? And another thing that I would say also, you know, when when we do volunteering, um, there's this thing called the ripple effect, right? You know, when you when you throw a stone into um, the, the pond, there's this mm-hmm. ripple effect that it affects the your your circle, the, the people outside you and things like that. When you know, when you help one person, that person might you know, help five more, ten mm. more, and that ten person would help another ten more. So imagine just by you doing that one action, actually, you can actually enable other people to do it. And and you know, when you also do volunteer, generally because you know of of the hormones that, that we talked earlier, you know, oxytocin, you mm. are full of um the the happy hormones and things like that. The vibe that you give is also different. And when people look at you, oh, you know, wow, this person um did this voluntary act this organization I also want to do it mm. and 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 it's good like, because um, um um that that is what makes the world a better place right so there's this thing in um mat as well we call it the 21 mat days mm. why we call it 21 mat days is because um so in every day in tw- for 21 days we will actually propose a you actually propose a, a very small act for people to actually do it. So it can be just a very simple uh, act where, you know, pick up uh, the trash from the floor. But tomorrow, you know, maybe uh, sending someone a note to say, you know, why you're grateful for them. So it's a very small act. And why 21 days is because um, it's, it's a habitual thing, right? There's this research that say, if you do um, things for, for 21 days, and for us in this case, if you do good for 21 days under this 21 mat days you can actually after 21 days you will actually continue because for you it's like normal mm. it's like it's so normal for me to you know pick up the trash from the floor and things like that and and i think i can actually see um how these 21 mat days actually uh, impact other people i think when we started doing this um 
you know, other organizations like, you know, the, the big corporation like Maybank and so on started mm. to actually pick this up and do it on their employees um, to, to let them know, okay, actually it's not that hard. Mm. If you want to do good, it's not that hard. It's, it's a very small action, but the small action can mean a world to another person. Exactly. You know, and uh, right now it's December. It is the holiday season. It's the time of giving, right? So yeah. how can people help or contribute to uh, what you're currently doing at the moment? Right. Um, yeah. So, so like, uh, like, like you mentioned earlier, um, you know, currently I'm, I'm in this stage of rebranding. So if, if you want to get things, certain information online, uh, it's quite difficult. So if anyone out there, you know, if you want to get in touch with me to, um, you know, make an impact together, I'm currently looking for a platform partner as well to build this platform together. And, and this is what I believe in also, right? If you want to, one, me as a person, I can make a certain change. But mm-hmm. let's say if I work with another organization or another person or five more different person, we can actually create a bigger impact. We can actually work. Um, we, we actually can work in the in the community to create more bigger impact uh, to all the com- to the communities around us. Mm-hmm. So I think if anyone uh, you know are interested, you know you can uh, either reach out to me on my LinkedIn, Swilin, or you can email me at Swilin at W-E-E-L-I-N dot lee at leadronomic.com mm-hmm. so yeah so so that that's all i guess um yeah so i i hope you know whoever that is listening out there um you know we it, it's not it's not that hard to 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 make a change to make a difference if you want to you know start your volunteering journey today you can also reach out to me and you know let's create an impact and you know together we already can change the world a better place Fantastic. Again, if you want to get in touch and get involved with Mad for Good, you can reach Sui Lin at her LinkedIn, S-W-E-E space L-I-N, or her email at suilin.lee at leaderonomics.com, which is S-W-E-E-L-I-N dot L-E-E at L-E-A-D-E-R-O-N-O-M-I-C-S dot um, so do get in touch if you're interested in that. Thank you so much, Sweelin, for sharing all about leadership volunteerism today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I've been speaking to Lee Sweelin, one of the co-founders of Pitcher Eats and also the current head of Mad for Good at Leaderonomics today on Raise Your Game. If you have missed any of today's podcast, you can go ahead and download it on our app that's available on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And of course, you can also go to our website, bfm.my, to listen back and download the podcast as well. I'm Christine Wong and this is BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.